but like also what is your opinion on miscarriages miscarriages is a topic that i feel very strongly about i feel that it's something that women in general are not educated enough about whether it's at home whether it's in school or whether it's by their own doctors right it's not it's like a taboo subject right and it's something that should be discussed more often more frequently and it shouldn't be a secret it should be something that a woman should expect and understand that it's a possibility and i'll get i guess i'll get more into it when i describe my own personal experience with it okay so then let's get right into that what is your experience well um the first time that i ever experienced any type of pregnancy i must have been 26 and it was an exciting time right in my life and mm-hmm. it's first time you know experiencing that type of um moment you know where you think it's going to end up in motherhood yeah. and unfortunately i found a doctor and um the doctor that i found did not give me any type of illusion that this could potentially be or end up as a miscarriage and there were signs thinking back now right there were signs that indicated that this could potentially not work out the mm-hmm. way you anticipate or expect mm-hmm. so I guess with that, it kind of like helped me understand and um, like I I wish and I hope that more people would be more educated on this because you feel a lot of things when this happens, right? Like I know multiple people close to me, people in my family, friends that have experienced this and we all kind of have similar feelings that occur. So when these things, were happening and this happened to me um like initially you kind of like as it's happening like the thought does come into your mind like is everything okay um is is this going to be a miscarriage but then you you don't you kind of like Like, deny like are in denial like this can't be when you carriage when you first start experiencing the symptoms yeah yeah exactly and then i my my personal experience i went to the doctor i called them like I'm experiencing this, like what's happening. And they would just be like, oh, it's early on. It's hard to tell. Let's do some blood work. We would do blood work. And, um, you know, if you've ever had a, a child or have been with someone that has been pregnant, you know that blood work shows the hormones levels changing, right? Mm-hmm. So in my case, the hormone levels were not really changing. Um, So the doctor said, you know, it's probably just early on. So he didn't never, he never gave me the illusion that this is probably not going to be, Mm. uh, you know, it's not going to work out is what, you know, he didn't like say this was a possibility. No, never. And then, um, he or she, sorry. Yeah. Um, he, (laughs) (laughs) so basically, um, as the time progressed, um, I had to go to the hospital because it started to get worse. I started feeling cramps, you know, the typical 
um, symptoms that lead up to a miscarriage. Mm. And um, I just remember feeling distraught. Feeling Once I knew for sure, you know, you feel this helplessness. You feel um, that you almost feel in that moment, like as a woman, you feel like you can't control something like your own body you can't control like you feel un what's the word like uncontrolled like you can't control not even your own body so how can you control anything else around you right and so, because you're you're unaware of what's happening mm-hmm. or how to manage what you're experiencing mm-hmm. you feel very lost yeah. yeah. And then you, you start blaming yourself. Like, like you start to question, like, maybe this is happening for a reason. Maybe, you know, I can never have a baby. Maybe motherhood is not something that's meant for me because I can't even have a baby. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of mental and emotional that if someone around you has not experiences, you feel alone. Like you feel like no one understands your situation and you don't even want to talk about it because you get emotional. Even now, how many years later, I'm still emotional about it. It's like yeah. an emotional experience. Um, so I remember after that, it was okay. Like I was able to kind of like surpass that. But my initial thing was like, I wanted to have a baby. After that, it was like, it was almost like a challenge mm-hmm. at that point. Like I, I couldn't have this baby, mm-hmm. but now I needed to have a baby. Yeah, it was like out of desperation. You you needed that experience. Right. It was a loss that you felt so deeply. Exactly. That you had to experience it. Exactly. So yeah, I when I found out the second time around that I was going to have a baby, I definitely went and did some research, selected a different doctor. Mm-hmm. And immediately when I had that first appointment with the doctor, I went over all the history of what I experienced the first time around. And this doctor was amazing. He was recommended to me by a family friend and he was just amazing. He took the time. He, I never felt rushed. I felt like he educated me from the beginning and I'm gonna uh, I'm going to go ahead and share these percentages, but because this is what he told me, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the same percentage now. But what he indicated at that time was that one in every four women experience a miscarriage in their life. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine, like one in every four women, one in every four women in a room experience a miscarriage that they maybe have not, they don't even know that they're experiencing. They maybe were never educated on this and you can, and they maybe never even talk about it with people because they feel alone, ashamed, like they are the only ones experiencing this. Mm -hmm. So it's hard, right? It's hard because it's a topic that we don't typically discuss because it's not something that people feel comfortable about. But if I had known about this before, I'm not saying that my emotions or my mental health would have been any better, but at least I would have been more prepared and understand the possibility of these things happening where I would have been less in denial and more probably um, in a different state of mind, I guess. I I agree. Knowledge is power. 
you know? Right. Not that you have to be a professional in the area, but at least be able to know what's happening to you, what you're getting into. Safe to say, if you don't feel like your doctor is uh, giving you enough information, making you feel safe enough, understanding any part of what you're going through, and you're way too confused in that process, it's okay to like look for a different doctor, to vet out a different doctor. And at some point, you're going to find a doctor that is going to help you in this process the way you feel you need the help. Right. So this topic is something I I really wanted to discuss to kind of like share that everybody experiences things differently. And sometimes it's important to share these things um, and educate the women around us because we're not alone in these experiences, right? And Like you said, knowledge is power. And sometimes we think that we're alone in these things. And what our experiences can help, our our experiences can definitely help the next person. So having a miscarriage isn't just about that, that moment, right? It's, yeah, I mean, I did allude to the fact that while you're having that experience, it's, it's a lot. You're going through a lot, not only mentally, emotionally, your body's going through a lot. And if the people around you don't know what to do, what to say, you do feel alone. Um, but there, it comes with a lot of education too, it comes with a lot of understanding what you can and can't withstand like your the strength of yourself your body your everything like it's 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 a struggle to like know where to go from there um you know thankfully i feel like i've come across many people um since then that have had the same type of things happen to them uh, even right after. So so it was such an, an enlightenment almost to know that it doesn't just happen to me. It didn't just happen to me. Like, I wasn't alone anymore. Um, and then the, the only bad thing is that it doesn't just go away from one day to another. You you still think about it. Like I said before, um, I, I still get emotional about it. Mm-hmm. I think about it. I get emotional because I go back to that person of how I felt at that moment and how uh, helpless I felt. And um, even throughout that second time that I found out that I was expecting, mm-hmm. that whole time was like scary. The whole experience was super scary for me. Um, I made the mistake the first time around where I let people know way too early that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. So it was like having to tell people that I had a miscarriage was almost like a disappointment. Like, and you don't want to hear that. But that I'm sorry. That I'm like sorry a... you've had this experience. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Like, you don't want to go through that. Yeah, you don't want to feel like they're pitying you. Yeah, because it's, you're already going through a lot. And then to have to ex- explain to people. Yeah, it's really personal. Yeah. 
it, I get I granted it's family but yeah. still like you're sharing this experience you're excited you're thinking that something wonderful is going to happen you know and then to have to say well you know this happened it's yeah. not the best conversation and, and then one thing now at least you can message you don't have to actually make a phone call mm-hmm. right. right but then the next family event you see people and they know it's like you feel this like eyes on you eyes on and... you or this sadness in their eyes and ugh, it's so uncomfortable right so the second time around for me it was more like i waited so long to let anyone know that mm-hmm. I was expecting because I wanted to make sure that it was not going to happen again. Right. And then even though I had passed through so many milestones, blood work was done and everything was good. It was progressing the way it was supposed to, the heartbeat, everything, the baby was growing the way it was supposed to. Um, And even like after I had seen sonogram pictures, which, you know, something I didn't experience the first time, that was amazing. I didn't let go of that fear until I started to actually acknowledge movements. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and it, it didn't just go away. Like I still would, if I didn't feel movement for a while, I would be like, oh my God, something's wrong. Right. So despite the fact that it was trending correctly, everything was going the right way until the all the way to the end i was scared yeah and i didn't get to enjoy that pregnancy the way you would think um, a first-time mom would be able to enjoy a pregnancy so you know it's it makes me happy that i got to experience that and get to the end result which that's what i wanted but it kind of brings back that little bit of sadness that I didn't get to experience that full, happy moment of enjoying every single stage of that pregnancy, yeah. you know? So that's the pros, cons, you know, the happiness, the sadness, the mm-hmm. whole three, the <laughs> 180 of, of miscarriage plus the outcome of pregnancy if you get to get there yeah it feels like we all have this idea of what like pregnancy should look like and it doesn't always go the way you imagined it in your head it would there's always something crazy different the things like that aren't spoken about there's a lot that's not spoken about but that's a whole other topic so i know you mentioned before about how your second doctor that mm-hmm. was much more informative and all of that explained to you somewhat of a statistic mm-hmm. on miscarriages and stuff. Was this in the beginning of your pregnancy? Yeah, right, right, right from the beginning. From um, the beginning of your second pregnancy. Right, right. So after my miscarriage, right away, like, I wanted, like like I had mentioned, I had wa- needed almost this need, right, to have a baby, like make, like prove that I it wasn't me, like I like I could actually have a child, we like get that. motherhood was in my future yeah. because that's what I wanted, you mm-hmm. know. So 
I want to, it was fast, honestly, like maybe six to eight weeks after mm-hmm. I found out I was pregnant again. Yeah. So, um, immediately made out an appointment. Yeah. And my first appointment, the consultation with the doctor, I had put it all, all out there on the table. Like, this is what I had experienced previously. Yeah. And I wanted to know what was the cause, like if there was something uh, wrong, you know, I, I everything. Like, I didn't take anything. Like, I was never one to really be on in any type of pills, birth control, things like that. I wasn't on any birth control. Mm-hmm. Uh, for years at that point so you know just to get him to understand like my medical history so that he can give me a really truly informative response right um so he was very forward with his information and he explained to me he showed me books that he had in his office everything so him giving you all this information i mean i know you said that the pregnancy you always had the fear but knowing more or less how common it was at that point mm-hmm. did it help at all i mean it helped me to not feel so alone like it gave me that sense of peace that it wasn't just me okay. that this is something that happens frequently yeah that it's not it wasn't just like an anomaly right um it made me feel like this this time around it could it could possibly not happen like this it could be fine right and because at that point like once i had gone in after the consultation we went into the the room where they actually do the examination and all of that Mm -hmm. and everything progressed way more at that point than the all my other appointments with the first time around so even that in itself was so different I felt more positive, but you can't refrain from thinking right. like you're fu- You could be fine. Everything's good. You see, you go to your appointment, everything looks great. And then you get these little nagging feelings in the back of your head. Like, yeah. remember what happened the first time? Right. Remember what happened last time? I get that. So it's like, it's scary. So you start to, if you let yourself settle there, then you stay fearful forever. Um, but he, every time I would come into his doc, the doctor's office, he would explain, you know, after this amount of weeks and everything's good, the percent of a potential miscarriage decreases. Okay. So that's why they say after 12 weeks, it's okay to share because at that point, the percentage of miscarriage is very, very low. Right. So at... I don't remember if it was like 20 weeks. That is when I really, truly started to know for sure that there was movement and I could feel it. Then I started to feel a little different, a little bit more secure. Um, Then, of course, you know, when you start getting to the appointments where they do those crazy examinations or you can actually see the baby and it's not just like black and white sonogram. Right, right. Then you start getting more like positive. Mm-hmm. but still it's it's always there you know and then the next pregnancy <laughs> the next pregnancy I guess I was more exhausted so um but did you feel more secure knowing that I felt um so okay after my daughter um I had my son and okay so this is a little bit weird right because maybe someone 
someone would think that um, my way of doing this would probably be a little weird, but for me, it makes sense. <laughs> okay. Because... As long as it makes sense for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I decided to have my children not so early on, right? In your... Um, your age you mean in my age okay <laughs> um i mean i guess it wasn't planned that way it just didn't happen super young right um it could have happened but um as long as it didn't happen in my teens is what i was the most concerned about mm-hmm. um but yeah uh but after the whole miscarriage thing I had done some research and I was uh, one of the things that I had researched on was if you have, if you're above 30 years old, and I don't know if that's changed since then, since I had done the research, which was many, a few, not many, but some years ago, a few years years ago, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not at an age where I can be like, well, like 20 years ago when I had my children, (laughs) my kids are still in elementary school guys. Okay. But what is this that you researched? (laughs) (laughs) I researched was that there was, there's a kind of test that needs to be done after 30 years old. Okay. That they have to take amniotic fluid through your belly button prior to, I think it's 20 weeks or something. And that could potentially cause a miscarriage. So because of my previous miscarriage i did not want to have that same experience happen all over again okay so you were like so i was like "Mm, you know what let me not do that again (laughs) and let's go ahead and have my second child prior to my 30 30th year gotcha so uh when I was, uh, so I had him at 29. I cut really it close. Hit, yeah, you really I cut hit it close. That I was like, okay, I'm almost there. Let me do it now. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so that one, it was fine. I mean, both both pregnancies that went were fine. But that, did you have the fear there, or you felt like some ease? I definitely had a lot more ease. I think that um, I wasn't as fearful. Because okay. um, my previous pregnancy was fine. Yeah. I didn't have that fear. The only thing is that because my daughter was so young, she was, when I was just pregnant with my son, she was less than two. Um, I was exhausted. Like, I was still tired. She was still small. She's, you know, little. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being pregnant, you know, that's also another, takes a toll on your body. Right. So... That I think that was like the major thing. The good thing is that I didn't really experience any of the um, hardships of a pregnancy of the whole. For neither one, I was lucky both times. Like I did have slight lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I guess because you know the miscarriage. Um, they the pregnancy was just like you know what? Let's let this one. Like, she's gonna be afraid the whole time. Yikes! Let's 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 make let's make this one easy. Right. Um. So thankfully, both times 
uh, I didn't really have much of the whole morning sickness thing. Nice. But with my both, well, with more my son than with my daughter, maybe because he was bigger than her, I did experience that point where I was just like, get him out of me. <laughs> like, I was just done. You know, yeah. like, I just wanted it, it, it to be over. I just wanted to... I was at the point where I just wanted to feel the pains of recovery. I was waiting for that at that point. I was just like, I will deal with the, the pains of recovery at this point. Gotcha. So, yeah. So that um, was my whole pregnancy experiences. I know that if we ever touch on it, I'm probably going to share more because, you know, this is just it's touching very, the very like impactful experiences for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. If... If we could share one message from this entire episode, what do you think we, you would take from this entire episode? Speak up. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's always that way, right? It's like there are so many topics that are not discussed. Everything, not everything, but those specific topics that are not discussed in the world tend to be topics that if we spoke up on people would feel more relatable would have lesser um complicated experiences because they'd have someone to relate to somebody to help them get a better understanding of what they're going through how common an experience is and i can i mean as i'm saying this i'm thinking of so many different things i've gone through personally that i'm like oh my gosh like how many times would it have been nice to know somebody else in that situation that could have said hey but it gets better hey but it's not likely to be like this, or it is likely, or this is what this kind of situation normally looks like. And this is kind of somewhat where you fall on the spectrum of it, you know? So in my mind, what I would say, like, I take from this mm -hmm. is speak up, like, don't be afraid to have serious conversations and be vulnerable, although that in itself is a whole other topic of like, <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Um, but in the right setting, you can be vulnerable, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, vulnerability for me is a difficult, a whole different level of, com a whole different topic right next episode <laughs> <laughs> no maybe not but yeah maybe that's kind of close that's yeah. too soon too soon right, right. um but yeah i think same um there's a lot of topics that are easily discussed out there whether it's in a friendly atmosphere whether it's in a work environment whether it's on a social media platform and then there's topics that aren't discussed for whatever reason. People are discomforted by it. They're not comfortable to discuss it. Right. Or people they, don't make it so. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. But if, if someone could take any message from this entire episode, it would probably be that whatever situation you're going through, you're not the only one. Yes, anything that someone is going through in the moment, someone else has already gone through it in some way, shape, or form. 
Um, that's somewhat comforting to me when I'm going through something. I'm like, I know I can't be the only one. I can't have been the only one to go through this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just impossible. So, I mean, every situation is different, but it doesn't mean there's not someone who can be there for you. Yeah. And you should be open to educating yourself, too. It's not only about the good. It's not only about the bad and not only about the ugly in a situation because pregnancy can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. But you should know about any potential outcome that comes with it. And just because you're not thinking about being pregnant at any point in the near future doesn't mean that you won't doesn't mean that someone around you won't. So it's good to educate yourself on these topics because you may be the voice of reason, the voice of knowledge. Right. Don't think that what you have to say doesn't matter because it does. It will make a difference in somebody's life at some point. 